Hi, I'm Kevin Giovanoni, Professor of Neurology at Barts and the London School of Medicine and Dentistry. And I'm um, briefly discussing a case study of a woman who's had MS for 18 years and is now quite disabled. She has uh, what I call cerebellar dysfunction, uh, and she's very unsteady on her feet with frequent falls and has had to start using a walk or Zimmer frame uh, to stop herself from falling particularly backwards. Uh, unfortunately, which happens quite a lot in multiple sclerosis, when people are unsteady and fall, they fracture long bones, and this lady tragically fractured her left humerus a year ago. Um, she also has tremors in both hands, and she has difficulty drinking out of a glass or a cup, and she now has to use a double-handed clothes mug with a straw, and she needs help with eating and getting dressed in the morning. So she's quite disabled, but her main problem that she brought up in the email to me was... Uh, problem with her eye movements. She's got jerky eye movements, which we call nystagmus, with poor vision. Uh, and she's asking, is there anything we can do for her oscillopsia? Well, what she's got is a cerebellar syndrome, and she's describing um, the problems that occur from somebody whose cerebellum stops working properly, uh, particularly this eye movement problem. I had done a previous MS selfie on brainstem and cerebellar dysfunction. I'd urge you to uh, read it. It's from October uh, last year. And I go through um, all the problems associated with cerebellar dysfunction. Unfortunately, we don't have any licensed treatments for this. And all we can do is supportive care and try and improve her symptoms. And oscillopsia is a very difficult one. Um, some patients find that they could get a neutral position, maybe cocking the head to one side or backwards. They can find a position where the, jump, the jumping is at its uh, least or uh, worse. Other people um, find by alternatively patching one eye, the other eye that it goes away because it's 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 caused by um, double vision. In other words, your brain is interpreting um, vision from both eyes and they overlap with each other. So alternative patching uh, works. What sometimes helps in terms of using a computer or a mobile phone is to use a much bigger screen, uh, much larger fonts, and maybe high contrast. That it can also help at least make you functional. Um, but I tend to refer my patients to a low vision aid clinic in London, uh, and they're seen by eye doctors, ophthalmologists. And sometimes um, they get given prisms. They come back with this um, filter on one eye, which just bends the light slightly. And this particularly helps patients who've got weakness of one muscle. And so they're getting not only double vision from uh, the jumping eyes, but also the one eye is not working properly. And they can often correct the oscillopsia, and it helps. Um, we can try medications. So the one that everybody uses is a combination of a drug called baclofen, which is used for spasticity with gabapentin. And the two together often suppress the uh, double vision to some degree. The problem with these two together, they can be very sedating, and sometimes people just can't tolerate the two together. I've had some patients tell me that when they smoke medicinal cannabis or they take Sativex or THC or Nabilone, uh, these are all working on the same receptor in the brain. They work on the cannabinoid uh, one receptor. Um, it helps with uh, double double vision or oscillopsia. I don't prescribe these drugs for that because um, I think the evidence base in terms of what's published is very, very weak. Um, um, and uh, more exciting has been an increasing number of reports of a drug called Memantine. This is a drug licensed uh, for Alzheimer's disease. It helps improve cognition. That helps with oscillopsia. And in my experience of using it in a very small number of patients, about half of them respond. And I would preferably use that first now because it's not sedating. Um, uh, and people tolerate it a lot better than baclofen and gabapentin. The problem is, though, it's not licensed for 
oscillopsia. So in the NHS, getting general practitioners to start it and continue to prescribe it is getting increasingly difficult. And I suppose we as an MS community probably need to increase the evidence base, get some uh, trials and maybe get this onto uh, some kind of formulary so we can prescribe it uh, more often. I'd also make sure that this patient's referred to a, a physiotherapist, um, mainly for falls prevention. And she probably should see a community-based rehab team because there are lots that physiotherapists and occupational therapists could do in terms of giving her um, uh, devices, some gadgets to try and help improve her function. I mean, she's having difficulty with uh, uh, fine motor tasks and there's things that you can do to try and reduce the tremor. Uh, sometimes these exercise or diving weights you put on the wrist just reduce the amplitude enough for people to function uh, well. And there are lots of other things they can do to try and help uh, improve function. Also, because she's already had a fracture, I'm hoping she's been assessed for bone health and had a bone density or DEXA scan because people with multiple sclerosis are at a much higher risk of having osteopenia, thin bones, or osteoporosis even. And we have lots of medications and different protocols for thickening the bones and trying to reduce the risk of fractures if, if she falls again. So there is lots we could do, and I would try and spread the hope and explain to her that we could almost certainly help improve her symptoms. Um, unfortunately, I haven't seen this patient, but I know from experience that when people have quite bad cerebellar dysfunction, they also have a lot of other factors that go with it. Um, they may have swallowing problems, choking. Um, they may have some cognitive problems. There's lots of other things that are associated with cerebellar dysfunction. And she would probably um, uh, require a, a full assessment, examination to try and address maybe some of her other problems. Anyway, see what you think about the case study. If you have any questions or you, you have oscillops yourself and you found that something helps and I haven't mentioned it, please you know, come forward, describe what you do. You know, anything that helps you may help other people with the disease. <laughs> and finally, um, I just want to thank people who are subscribing um, to the MSLP uh, newsletters and the website. We are using the money we're raising from you as subscribers to uh, create the uh, parallel uh, curated website. And we almost got a beta version ready to launch. I think we're going to be launching it just after the summer. Uh, so people can come to the site and uh, access information in a way that doesn't mean they have to go scrolling, scrolling through the uh, MSLFI website. Enjoy. <laughs>